Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. Old School, Jay Foreman, DP. Uh, second segment here in the 4 o'clock hour. Maryland hangover. Too much uh, blue crab and... Uh, and stuff like that, man. He came in and Mike Loxley, boy. Got that crab yeah. cake, baby. <laughs> Mike Loxley. I was watching him. But, man, you would have thought he just dodged a bullet because he was over there salty, boy. I like Mike Loxley, though. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think right now in this situation, you got two weeks left. This is where you got to push them, push these, push these, this, this team and with this type of mentality a little bit harder. And it's mainly just for mentally. Like physically, you got to make sure, obviously, with the numerous amount of injuries. You have to be cognizant of it. You know, you can't be like, I remember when Greg Williams came in in my fourth year, we had a ton of injuries. And he just, like, we were in, like, DB, we were out the playoff race by, like, the yeah. <laughs> after the midway point, like, two weeks. Second preseason yeah, game. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, first of all, <laughs> you know how they do the, the percentage you make in percent, the, the, the playoffs? It was, yeah. like, 1%. Yeah. And then by the second week after the midway point, we were, like. That's just mean. That's just out of mean. It. Greg Williams, I will never forget this. <laughs> he came and we were we he came out there and like so it was the second to last week, tried to have us some full pads. Right? On a Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. And it was Pat Williams and, and Larry Sinners. And those those were kind of like our defensive captain, offensive captain. And so everybody was getting dressed. They them two were staying when we would walk out of these four big doors to go to the indoor facility. They were standing there with just their jersey on and a spider, like the little spider, like phone mm-hmm. things on. And, he, and they were like, if one of y'all walk out there with their pads, you're going you're gonna to have to fight with both of us. Everybody was like, cool. We ain't did it. So we let them, we didn't. So if practice say it was at three, we didn't walk out there until like 259, them two first. Greg said he comes, he was hot. He was mad, man. He was mad, and all of them was mad. And he was like, he ain't going to find us all. He's like, you know, or something like that. So, that, Greg Williams is not. He wasn't all there. Yeah. Like, yeah. look, he's missing, he's missing a three of clubs and yeah. a four diamond. Like, just random things. Like, he's not what? missing both jokers or no, Greg, aces. Greg has a 52 uh, card deck of he cards. He's 47 cards. With all, 47. With, no, with, with all number twos. <laughs> right. Like, that's it. <laughs> You know, you go buy a deck of cards. He's just all number twos. That's no, it. No, no, he thinks he's all joker. Like he, he thinks, that's what he thinks. But he that's thinks, but that's what he is. Oh, is number two. Man, he look in DC, He did a he did one of the one of the uh, the wives one on one classes that, oh, that yeah. back then the NFL each city you would have this coaches one on one class for wives right and women could come in and ask questions and they would break it down. And Greg Williams walked in and I mean to tell you, first of all. I know that the 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 Jack Daniels was uncapped. <laughs> it was uncapped, first of all, uh, and 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 he put it in a coffee mug, and thinking that at seven o'clock at night nobody figured out that that wasn't coffee, right? So the lady sits up front and she's, "Hey, coach, can I have a sip?" Literally letting him know, bro, I can smell you from like six right. feet away, and then he proceeded for forty five minutes to break down special teams. And the board looked like this is the old chalkboard. Oh yeah. And it looked like remember the do you remember the, the what's the spiral gyra 
kids toy yeah. where you just draw circles and lines and that's what that board looked like and it, <laughs> at the end of it, he was like ta-da like this oh, is yeah. a masterpiece and they were like we have no idea what you just spent yeah. 45 minutes yeah, talking about not. that means that lets you know i know greg well enough he didn't want to be there <laughs> ta-da. and that's why he was drinking <laughs> Bruh. He probably he, he was he was tipping the whole way over there because I guarantee you want to be there. Greg wants to Greg wants to talk about his forty six defense and all that stuff. Oh, but uh, you know you got to be cognizant of the the health of players. I think right now is just mentally you know players got to finish, and you got to think about trying to develop a different type of mindset. And you got to flush that game. You know it's been more than twenty four hours, um, and the next practice you got to try to you know focus a hundred percent on uh, Wisconsin because it's a, again it's another opportunity. Um, you're getting close, and then you punch yourself in the face, and you know it's like it's like two fighters fighting for a middleweight, whatever IBF fighter, whatever UFC, whatever you want to see. It. And then next thing you know, you've been fighting a fight, right? You've been doing what you need to do, and maybe you were the underdog, or maybe you were the slight favorite. But it's two like fighters, right? And then all of a sudden, before you, before you know, in the last round of the UFC, the fifth round of the championship fight, there's two minutes. And 55 seconds left, and you put your guard down. Five seconds left. Conor McGregor, John Jones, just put you, yeah, put you to sleep. Yep. And you know you you've done it enough, and you've say fought the decent enough fight, you know, or whatever, and then you just let yourself down. And so what they need to do is really focus on finishing, because ultimately you don't want to be in in your apartment in December or January, whenever it is, and be like, man. Yeah, I got some regret. I didn't get I didn't finish that practice. I didn't do this to get put ourselves in the best position to win or myself to have our best game because in the time that you're frustrated, and trust me, playing for Houston, you got you're you're frustrated a lot after the game or and during the week. And you know, it kind of dissipates when you get to see games are on Sunday. So, you know, Thursday, Friday, you start to it's all out of your system, right? is you don't want to be after the season and be like, man, you know, I let one game roll into the next. You know what I mean? Because then you'll be thinking, like, I should have got over it. I should have been able to focus. You don't want to be making the same mistakes, and you want to be able to finish. And you, you got to have, like, uh, short-term goals that you want to, you know, attest, you should, whether it's defensive rankings, personal stats, group stats, meaning, like, your position group. And you, and then you got to take that into the game as your motivation. But then also, more importantly, you want to get to that sixth win. Um, and it's a, and it's not like we're lucky enough we're not playing Ohio State and Michigan back to back. You know, the um, text was Lane Kiffin because uh, he was like, "How do you do my defense look?" I was like, "It looked horrible." You know, and he was like, "Man, he's like the schedule guy didn't do us no favors. You played on the road at Alabama and then on the road at Georgia, and it's two games he lost and and." Um, and he's like, we got beat up pretty bad. So we're lucky enough we don't have the two main teams back-to-back weeks, or at least one and then the other. Um, but ultimately, you got to go up there and earn it up there to Wisconsin because they're, they're going to be looking to try to get back on a winning streak as well because they got some turmoil up there. So he it, was, it'll be interesting to see. Coach Coach was not – look, man, um, he was not happy at his presser and – who would that be? Luke Fickle or Fickle, Fickle yeah. was oh, no. just was just I mean, he was ripping that this look, this is unacceptable. This is not good enough. We weren't good at anything. Here's all the stuff that goes. He goes, quite frankly, I'm not I, I can't blow smoke up your pant leg 
that I thought we were better than we were. We weren't good enough in any aspect. He asked. He was asked how, uh, what Northwestern did that was so difficult to defend. And he goes everything. We couldn't defend anything. He goes it was just That's Jim Moore asked right there. Right, like he was yeah. like, listen, we won. We didn't do diddly poo. Yeah. No, it was. It, Wisconsin has its own issues. Your best player, you're not sure whether you have him. Whether you, like you send Braylon Allen out there for three plays. He wasn't healthy, so you got to pull that, and then that game plan goes down the drain. You pull uh, Tanner Mordecai off the IR with a broken hand. He throws 40, 45 passes. Right (laughs) off the rip. Welcome back. Like it, and and you gave up 24 points to a Northwestern offense that Nebraska fans are far too familiar about how that feels. All of that at Camp Randall with an opportunity for them to win their bowl eligible six. So they've got a week of their own. Yeah, that they got to figure out exactly who we are and what we're going to do. And there were a lot of things on tape that were blaringly bad. Yeah, and also, <laughs> it, you know, the coaching job here is, you, you know, there's a lot of mental stuff and talking to the players, getting them to refocus, right? Because now this is where, the you know, it's easy to kind of lose your focus. It's easy, you know, this is when the, 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 the so-called friends are going to come out, right? Be in your ear. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the coach's fault. You guys, it should be this, 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 and this. This is where you got to really, you know, batten down the hatches and really be steadfast in what you believe in um, because this is, you know, negativity is easy, right? I mean, that's what sells generally, um, and it's the easiest thing to do, right? It's the easiest thing to do is not be positive or, or look at a way to, you know, not have confidence, right? And, it, and it's kind of, you know, what, what Wisconsin's dealing with at a bigger magnitude because of when you have players questioning other players, whether they have bought in or not. And then that how and people talked about buy-in, you, you see that rolling out on the field and then you have frustration in between, you know, players within that. And you, and that takes a lot of hard talks, right? Um, where Wisconsin's fighting is past success or what they viewed as success Versus administration, athletic department viewing, we need to get past this sticking area, right? Just being in the middle, not middle of the Big Ten, but just well, self-imposed friction is, just, is the great is the great equalizer in theory, good and bad, right? In theory, but I will tell you, I got a lot of friends that played at the University of Tennessee. They ran Philip Fulmer up out of there. I said, be careful what you look uh, oh, wish for, because of Frank Solich, right? Wisconsin could have been the same. Paul Chris could have done a better job, right? He came out and said, I don't like to recruit. I'm not a very good recruiter. I'm not very personable. There's things that you could probably do to find a way to devil in those details of being better at it, right? Now that you didn't get a chance. Now you have, you were with Luke Fickle, who is very intense, very demanding, very competitive. Because he did it as a player, he did it as a wrestler, and he's done it as a coach, and he's been successful. It is extremely different than what they faced and what they've had. Um, and then also it's not, you know, the, the plan that they probably had on the field has not looked at like it, like they wanted to. So there's frustration everywhere. This week is going to be big into mentality, focus and finish. That's going to be it because all the, if you do those three things, you're doing everything you need to do to, to get yourself over the hump, to put yourself in the best position to beat. Wisconsin, so it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens, see who steps up. Um, obviously, health is going to be a big deal as far as the quarterback situation goes. Um, I mean, you know, quite frankly, you know, you 
if if Heinrich isn't ready to play or can't help you know healthy enough to be able to play, then you gotta make a decision between the other two. And I think Chubb was hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Is he if, healthy? If, enough? if the game was today, Jeff Sims would have been your starting quarterback. Is that what Matt Rule said? Yep. Is that what he said? What he said was Heinrich has a pretty good ankle sprain and that Chuba probably would have had surgery by now a lot of other places on his groin. Jeff's healthy. There it is. So anyways, with that being said, we're going we're gonna to kick that around during the break, and then after our break, we're going to come right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.